Now, back to the Pete McMurray Show. Here's Pete and Lisa. Please welcome the road dog, Jimmy Quinn! My name is Jimmy, and I'm an alcoholic. How are you feeling, Jimmy? You look a little worn out. I'm a road comic. I am worn out. What's it like being a comedian on the road? You don't want to know. Greg Fitzsimmons is a funny dude. You've heard him on Howard. He's won four Emmys writing for Ellen. Greg co-stars in the dramedy about being on the road called The Road Dog, and Greg joins us now. Dude, how are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm going to be in Chicago soon. My son went to college there. He just graduated from DePaul this past spring. Oh, sweetness. Where are you playing? Are you going to be at Zany's? Where are you going to be? I'll be at the, De- the Den Theater in oh. January. Yeah. That's two blocks from my house, so I Get guess I have here. no reason not to go to the show. Dude, we're Wicca coming. Park, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wickapock. Yes. It's really like, uh, that's such a cool neighborhood in Chicago. I love it. Like, great restaurants and- uh, A liquor have, like, store. A- Right across the street. There, liquor there store. Is a liquor store. <laughs> and then don't they have like a uh, a game restaurant where you play games? They're yeah, a it's vault. a barcade where you can yeah. get beer and play pinball and there's yeah. no children allowed. So it's really just uh, an adult's paradise. That's fantastic. <laughs> hey, man, I uh, I watched the trailer. Love seeing former SNL alum Tim Kazarinski in the first 14 seconds. I saw comedian John DeCoste in there. They're not household names, but when I'm around those two guys, they make me giggle like fifth graders. So it's all comedians in this movie. Yeah, and then the young the young kid who plays his son is really a good a good young comic. I'm spacing his name right now. But um, yeah, when you get a bunch of comedians together, then the script really comes to life because Greg Jelena, the director, was very, uh, very open with people changing it. You know, we would do five, six, seven takes and... Each time it would be a little bit different. And I think the comedians all really feed off each other's energy and uh, and and also cut out anything that's hacky. You know, like comedians aren't going to say hokey jokes in a movie. So uh, there was a lot of editing happening, too. Do they also change it? the text just enough to make it feel more authentic in your own voice. I feel like the success of a comedian is being authentic, honest and yourself. So having to deal with the script has to be a very foreign and bizarre experience. It is. And it really was uh, very freeing to be able to, you know, add a joke in, take a joke out and, and mostly put your attitude in that, you know, the script doesn't always uh, capture the attitude, but I think when they cast us, I was my role was supposed to be Bobcat Goldthwait, and then he got COVID the week of. Oh, and so, my. so I got a call. Saw that on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. Yes. So he was like, he was like, hey, uh, Doug was like, can you fly out tomorrow and shoot the next day? And I, and I had a lot of lines, so like you know, he emailed me the lines. I got on the I got on the flight. And I just. I learned them. And then I realized when I got there, oh, I didn't really need to learn every one of these words. We're going to we're going to like have some fun with this. Sure. Could you imagine directing comedians? No. Oh, my God. It's like herding cats. I would. Yeah. Assume. Yeah, it is. And uh, I think I think he was a little frustrated at times because Doug, <laughs> Doug is out of his mind. I uh, mean, Doug is really like uh, he, he would come in and rewrite everything. Um, but, you know. The heart of the heart of the movie was really uh, that this script was was set in a world that most people don't see in comedy. You're used mm-hmm. to seeing, you know, f- famous comics playing theaters and, you know, even like 
shows like Crashing, which I wrote wrote on with Pete Holmes, you're seeing like city comedy where you're bouncing around from show to show and there's a lot of camaraderie. And this is about the singular life of a dark down and out road comic. Yeah. He's staying in bad motels and, and you, eating, you know, his meal of the day is chicken wings in the green room. You were you were talking about Doug. We're talking about Doug Stanhope, who stars in the movie. Give the premise of the movie. So it's this down and out comedian going from town to town and he's got an addiction problem. And then suddenly there's a turn. Yeah, well, he doesn't think it's a problem. He just this he is embraced <laughs> That's just the that comics life. This is his life. And uh, and it's what he wanted. He never wanted more. And now this kid comes along who he had uh, gotten a, a waitress pregnant years before, and he kind of left her and just went on with his life. And now this kid has found him and uh, wants to be a comedian and wants to be mentored by him. And he has no interest in doing that. So he basically is just using the kid to get rides to the next town to get to his next gig. <laughs> it <laughs> and sounds he, so dark, but it really is funny. Yeah, yeah. it's it's dark, but like... um. You know, it is that nice mixture where at the end, if you were to ask somebody if it was a drama or a comedy, they wouldn't really know how to answer because it really has it, it flows in between those. It's never it's never trying to be funny, but it is because of, I think, the character work. It's also just so nice to see people on screen that are not perfect. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, just not perfect in all of the ways. Like, you know, this is my kid, but I'm just going to scam him a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh well, I think in radio it's good to come on and not be perfect too, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's yeah. our show every day, buddy. That's our show every day. We're talking about yeah, Greg. Know, you got me. Greg Fitzsimmons. What's your website so people can go see you on tour? It's uh fitzdog.com, F-I-T-Z dog.com. And then I do a couple podcasts. One is called Fitzdog Radio that I just did my thousandth episode of, oh, and then and then I do another one called Sunday Papers where I review the news of the week with a, with my buddy Mike Gibbons, and we kind of it's our take on each section of the newspaper, sports, business, and so we've been doing that for about five years now. And you worked with Howard, Howard, of course. Once you're on the show, it's bigger than life. But how did you get on Ellen's show as a writer, and then you win four Emmy awards? Yeah, well, that was, uh, you know, Ellen was somebody that was always my one of my favorite comics coming up. I just I loved her style. I thought that she was hilarious. And so when the show came out, um, I got approached by the head writer to see if I was interested. And I said, absolutely. So I wrote some jokes. They showed them to Ellen and then uh, she hired me. And then my life became a living hell. <laughs> <laughs> What happened to that you show? I expected Pete was so surprised when you said that. What happened to that show? She was on top of the mountain, COVID hits. Yeah. She's doing a show from home and then the gardener and people just turned on her like a rabid dog. Yeah, it happened really fast, didn't it? I mean, that was a 180 degree switch. I think, you know, look, it's a tough business. It's very hard to be the center of... You know, you just heard this; these allegations come out about another late night host. Yes. <clears throat> and um, allegedly okay. we read the news on this show. Go ahead, Greg. And so I think there's a pressure that's hard to describe when you're the head writer, de facto head writer. You're the de facto casting agent. You know, you approve everything, the music, the clothing that the band is wearing, 
you're doing these types of radio tours every morning before work. You are shooting promos after work. You're meet, you have to meet with advertisers. Like it's just nonstop. And I think that a perfect person handles it. And somebody with flaws, those flaws start to get bigger and bigger. But you're making $15 million a year. Right. Can you hire a few people and say, hey, I need a break on Wednesday. I got to go work out. Yeah. You got to manage your time. Yeah. I think I'd like to try it once. Well, are you a perfectionist? (laughs) That's the question. With some things in my life and others, I'm a slacker. Yeah, because I think most people that get to that level are perfectionists. And they right. I think they have a hard time hiring somebody and giving up any control of what they're doing. And that's their downfall. It's that type A that gets them to where they're going. But then it's also the type A that brings them down because at a certain point, you can't do it all. Right. And I'm a type C or a D where <laughs> I just want everybody to do everything for me. And I don't care about the quality. Doesn't that uh, sound like, don't you just want to be just sometimes like Snow White where you wake up and the birds like pull the covers off of yeah. you and they bring you a cup of coffee uh, and the squirrel makes you a pancake. That sounds lovely. <laughs> Dude, how many years have you been on the road as a comedian? 33. 33 no years. Way. Get out. Yeah. Oh Non-stop. The only time the only time I took off more than 3 weeks was during COVID and and it made me crazy. You have so two kids? I want to know who is scam who are you scamming to get rides to all your gigs? <laughs> oh no, it's all he's, limos now, baby. It's all got, limos. <laughs> he's got two kids, folks. That's why. Yeah, yeah they're driving him everywhere. well we appreciate your time man we're fans here greg fitzsimmons the name of the movie is called the road dog and go see him when he's in your town greg fitzsimmons thanks buddy you guys are the best thanks for having me yeah so he didn't actually say it but he said it working on ellen yep sometimes you gotta read between the lines my folks sometimes Uh you need to listen to a person talking like they're talking with a lawyer present. <laughs> Man, she fell off the mountain very quick. Remember? I mean, COVID hit. She's doing you her know, show from home. I bet home. for the people the working for her did not think it was quick. I bet they thought it took a long time. Just Damn. goes to show, though, money is the most powerful thing in America. Because as long as you're making money for yeah. your advertisers, for your network, and for your crew, people will put up with a lot of nonsense. Man, you're absolutely right. Greg won four Emmy Awards writing for Ellen. And, I mean, it was... That's blank. amazing. Yeah, but he didn't really have anything to say about the show. That was about And that's it. okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, we're all just... Sometimes you just want to leave things in the past. Like, who wants to kick a hornet? That's the line for today, folks. Do not kick a hornet. Or a hornet's nest. Or a hornet's nest. (laughs) Or Ellen DeGeneres, allegedly. (laughs) Wait, am I using the right term so we don't get... Yeah. How come we never made on TV? TV isn't real comedy. Real comedy's live, you know, in the moment. I go on that stage, I'm the talent, I'm the writer, I'm the director. If the customer doesn't like it, I tell the customer to go... More of the Pete McMurray Show next.